0: Good morning, good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon, and hope you're having a good day so far. So today's Dharma talk is titled Freedom. We all know about that. Anybody who's in a jail somebody knows about that. Different kinds of jails, prisons. Freedom from what you know. So to start out with, actually it's It's not what you know. It's the issue. It's the knower. That's the problem, the identity. But uh, the knowing part, whatever shows up in your mind stream, you know that. And then there's someone who knows that. Someone who seconds the motion. The first experience, first situation, the first arising of that is free of a knower. But it doesn't take long. What is it, how would you say it technically? Two thirty seconds of a second? Yeah, that would be good. Or three 60 fourths? No, that wouldn't work. I won't do that. Enough math. So it's not that you don't know this, you know this, you know this, you know this, but they come up as, as uh, bars of a prison and it, uh, that you leave what you, the immediacy, the immediacy of what shows up, the knowingness, the first, as Trinkepa Rinpoche would say, first thought, we leave it for what we think about it, our concept about it, our ideas about it, on and on and on. And then what do we do with that? Then we try to get rid of those, we try to get rid, we try to stop it, we arm wrestle with our mind stream. And the issue is not the emotion, the issue is not the feelings that come up, we try to stop that or we try to justify it. We try to do something with it, anything, but feel this horrible anger or this anxiety or this jealousy or whatever. We we fight with that and we fight with it so much. We try to find somebody that did this to us or some situation or my bad karma. Spinning, it's called samsara, around the whole world is doing this, some in a very Uh, polished, highly uh, performance, uh, enviable of the performance of some people to deal with samsara because their karma brings them into a heaven realm. Even though it's human, it has such strong aspects of the heaven realm of accomplishing things. Not being particularly anxious about anything, you know? Nothing's really bothering me. Why is the world so upset? Why don't people just get jobs? Says the billionaire. Or the Millionaire. Whole world is doing this. Uh, you may be, you may not be, I have to give you that, maybe ready to hear that there might be another way of looking at this. It's the identity, it's the knower, the one who knows the the known, one who knows what is known. This is red, this is blue, this is big, this is small, and And the whole labyrinth, the whole panoply of otherness. We try to get rid of aspects of the otherness we don't like. The sad feelings, the bad feelings, the jealous feelings, the uncomfortable uh, flood that comes out of being triggered by this or that or our own mind or someone else. And this is why I say over and over again, Train your mind. It doesn't mean train your mind to do jump through hoops. It means train the mind until you see fundamentally what the mind actually is. The mind is full of this stuff. So if you have a trained mind, does this mean you won't be uh, put upon or plagued by this emotion or that emotion or this showing up in your mind stream? No guarantee of anything. And you don't need the guarantee. Guarantee is more merchandising. Or trying to sell a particular kind of meditation or something to, to people and giving them somewhat of a, a guarantee. If you do this and do this, then this will happen. You'll stop feeling this way or feeling that way. It's not about the feelings, it's not about the anxiety, it's not about the fear. It's about the identity, the mistaken identity. We think we are a solid being. If I shared with you what goes through my mind stream, not only every day, but every few hours, uh, you'd be terrified. Because you, I'm not accusing you of anything, there might be 15 or 20 of you that don't believe your thought patterns, it's possible. If you don't believe your thoughts, it's unlikely you'd be here listening to an old man chatter away. I'm just saying that liberation doesn't mean that all that stuff goes away. It just means that you're it's no longer prison. It's you're no longer imprisoned by your thought about some kind of evil deed that you have been plaguing you for all your life, and you somehow managed to get to this point where you still haven't done that yet, but you still think about it. You all know what I'm talking about. You're no longer put upon by that than you are by a, a. the weather which, which might be problematic for you but i mean just like leaves falling from a tree it's just thoughts emotions they just they just fall they're just leaves they're just aspects of consciousness even though they feel difficult even though they feel hard even though they're painful even though the way they're so painful sometimes we start yelling at our or taking it out on our partner or our mate Or in this case, another Sangha member. It's not about getting rid of those feelings. It is about seeing that what is giving those feelings and emotions and that karma that's coming from past centuries, from dependent origination, at some kind of an identity based on right and wrong, up and down, back and forth, belief, disbelief, life and death, all of that. Takes a while to do this. So I'm not saying that you couldn't do it overnight. Perhaps I'm not saying that you couldn't do it without a teacher, without the structure of the, the teacher, the teaching, and the community. Less likely to do it by yourself. Could be done, but it isn't something you do. If you're doing it, if you're doing it. If you're doing it, then uh, that's circular. it needs to be a radical understanding. This is why the the way that the, uh, the Yogacara tradition is called uh, um, turning around at the basis, the base consciousness being the Ali Vijnana. and that's also described in different ways depending on the, the particular uh, circus or carnival you're attending. It's, 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 it's like that. It's not exactly that because there isn't anything to turn around, but it's like there's a turning around at the basis. This doesn't mean that you don't have arguments with people or disagreements with people or have ideas that are different from the person across the room. It doesn't mean that you suddenly become some kind of an angelic figure. by watching what moves here's uh I'll give you an example here's the anxiety coming up in your mind stream don't do anything with it this doesn't lighten up get up go out move around a little bit but then again don't overdo that so much that that's what you always do always come back and square one and start over again when the anxiety comes again perhaps you can spend a little bit more time just observing that We'll have to overdose on that to try to accomplish something—it's not about accomplishment. You can't accomplish this. Why? You already are this. You already are what I'm pointing at and pointing at to every one of you every day. If you'll give me the opportunity, if you give me your attention for a few minutes, I'm saying that you are—you are this. You are what you're looking at. There isn't anything else. If you realize it. You're done. You may teach, you may not. You may go, you may go uh, skydive. But as long as there's thoughts or, you know, things you know about arising and you cling to those, that's, you know that, you know that's wrong, so you cling to that, so you know that's right, so you cling to that. The clinging, the fixation is is practically invisible unless you begin to practice an awareness practice and i'm not saying there are other awareness practices that work great but i've done a few of those quite a few but this one this particular one is very excuse me minimal or radical you could say if you use the radical the idea not being outrageous and breaking the law that kind of radical but radical in the sense that it's at the root of the Of the the mind stream. You go to the root of the mind stream, sit down, whole still, and just keep watching the leaves. Watching, don't interfere with them. If you interfere, then you'll be on the leaves forever, or maybe 1500 years. You're jumping from this branch to that branch, trying to find the right leaf, the right thought, the good thought, the clean thought, the pure thought, the holy thought, the sacred thought, the enlightened thought. You don't have to get rid of anything. Surprise! Not to get rid of anything. You get rid of anything, and uh, what you left behind will chase you. will chase you in your end through this lifetime to the next lifetime. As I've said hundreds of times by now, I don't think, I don't really have many thought patterns. A few, when I do have them, uh, they're... They're uh, incidental, and uh, they are related to what is occurring in front of me, not what I think about what's happening. And I'm not saying you should try to not think. I'm saying you should. You should watch the thought patterns. Don't get rid of anything. Watch what moves. Watch the movement so that you can see. So eventually, through your insight, through your clarity about the the fundamental nature of thoughts arising in the mind stream, you will begin to see, you'll begin to be aware of that. There is an aspect of the thoughts arising that is a knower, someone who knows the thoughts. And that's what uh, gives the the criticism or the congratulation to the thought. I like it, I don't it. that's, I shouldn't be thinking that. They shouldn't be thinking it. That's wrong, they shouldn't, they should, they should. Round and around. It's all over samsara. It's all over the news. Even people who seem to be pretty clear and pretty much interested in helping others might dedicate their lives to that. Nurses, doctors, all the people we know of that dedicate their lives to helping others. They need to be paid, of course. And it's not that they don't. It's just that some of that is about being a person, ego, who helps others not actually fundamentally helping others. There are no others. That's an illusion. That's why it's necessary to meet everyone where they're at. And the only way you can do that is to have met yourself where you're at. So you know who you are. are No doubts about who you are. No doubts. It's not like, should I? No doubts. Even though someone around you is in extreme pain. You feel, you relate to that, you include that, but you don't necessarily join it, either to retaliate retaliate against the person who's coming out of their pain to torture you or coming out of their pain to get your help, no matter what it is. You don't join it. Why? You're not separate from it. You're not separate from anything why it's so difficult for the ego because the ego gets around a situation ego mind gets in a situation that just doesn't look good immediately the judgments start coming up about whatever that is whatever they think it is freedom from what you know freedom from what you know if you if you know things then you can know anything you want to know it's not like stop knowing stuff don't know anything anymore it's just that when it becomes when the bars of the knowing are concepts ideas opinions judgments of evaluations conclusions you don't need any of those if you need a conclusion and you're clear about what this is you are fundamentally clear then the conclusion will come up just like somebody walking in the room when you're when your plumbing springs a leak already to fix that but just it's it's situational but it can't be situational if the situationality of it is about me and hope. and you hope for this, but fear of that. Ego. Ego. Somebody who's threatened. There's nobody threatening. Find that out. You're liberated. You, you, won't, you won't do any formal meditation necessarily anymore because you're never separate from that samadhi. Samadhi is not a state of mind. It's not even mind. If other people say otherwise, then listen to them. They don't have any corner on anything. They don't have a, anything, a corner on anything, it's just a circle. More. what is the difference between having no doubts about who you are and
1: knowing who you are?
0: Knowing who you are, the statement of know, know who you are, is a relative statement because, so that you will look at the identity aspect of your consciousness. So that's that. Now what was the other part of the question? Ryan, what is uh, having no doubts about who you are? Uh, because there isn't anyone. We start out with a relative know who you are. We'll use that because we all feel like you know, your name's George, right? George, Phil, Ed, Mary. We all know who we have a name. Although you have a What is
2: your name again? Don't make me guess.
0: (laughs) Crystal River. Christopher? (laughs) Did you say that? Christopher. No, it's Crystal River, wasn't it? Yeah, that's better.
2: How's it look to you? You're a monk. You've been meditating for how long? Five years, six years. Seven years, eight years, whatever. How does it look to you? Uh, Identity. Say it. I don't
0: know. That's a good start. It's an excellent start. I don't know. If you don't know, then that's where it's at. Exactly in the same place. You say, I don't know, I can say the same thing with complete, so we call it conviction. You can. You say i don't know you think there's a problem when i say i don't know uh, i'm delighted with that i don't need to know anything no need to know something it's always a situation as long as there's a physical form in this human realm if you're
2: on this path you live out of a vow
0: We can have some questions if people want to go that direction. If not, I can continue to talk.
2: Yes, sir. How can we
0: see what we know? So just sitting practice of meditation. Thoughts arise. We know this. We know that. We know we're having a a good day, a bad day. We know our emotions were being put upon by this or that. It's not about stopping any of that. Or, nor is it about encouraging any of it. Nor is it about ignoring it. It's about just, it's just that. You don't, you don't even have to welcome it particularly. Just don't do anything with it. And that way the, the knowing part comes and goes. The, the knower, over and over again, the knowing part continually looks for the substantiation, the reification, the validation of someone who knows that. And that is quite often based on fear. You're not knowing. We'll settle. We'll settle for something we know. How can I function when it seems like there's just a cloud of thoughts? That's how you do it. Thank you. When it's just a look at what you're saying. Listen to what you're saying, and I'll repeat it to you. When it's just a cloud of thoughts, just, you're describing a, a mind stream of everybody, including me. As long as you're manifested as a living being, there's going to be a cloud of thoughts. Coming from your karma, your karma, your karma, your karma, your karma, my karma. It's just that the difficulty there is that there's somebody who doesn't like that, who's trying to meditate away the cloud of thoughts. as an assumption that we should get rid of how we feel. Yeah. Jeez, so might I just need to function out of
2: those thoughts?
0: Oh, function with them. Like your little
2: friends.
0: Is there anything to do other than keep practicing, keep sitting? Uh, Study together, go to the Dharma Sangha, the teacher, the teaching, and the community continue to do that. you're a fully ordained monk, uh, you're on this particular life path, just do it from now on without any particular. Looking for some kind of uh, progress. Progress shows up; it'll show up just like thoughts do, just like the, the cloud of thoughts that you're describing. That will show up, and you'll you might notice a contrast that you're, you're not blaming other people for how you feel. You're actually, to use a fancy Western word, you're actually responsible for your mindstream, rather than taking what's happening in the mindstream and thinking somebody caused that even though they did, even though they triggered it. You heard me say this particular routine over and over again, because quite often we abandon how we feel or what caused it. And when you have the perfect opportunity as a student of the Buddhist Dharma to just receive, just receive, receive this incredible world, receive this incredible lifetime, which we just take for granted. We just take it for granted. Well, I'm here, and my name is Joe, and my mother and father Bill and Sally, and I have two brothers, we keep describing in our lives to give us some kind of substantiality insofar as uh, feeling more safe, more secure, really describe it.
2: It seems like I almost never consider the concept of um, <laughs> i
0: lost it. Um, that you can't is, lose things. That there is somebody here. I'm always surprised when you say it. Like that, I forgot that. Is it helpful for me to intentionally return to the idea of, of identity? So, uh, somewhat, somewhat. So your question tells me that yes. Look at what's happening, and then you you could. And this isn't for everyone, particularly, but could be. Then you could say, uh, "Who's who's looking?" You could question a little bit, bit deeper. Upavichara, what what. Is there? Investigate that. Is there? A, is there a person there? And then, but drop it. Don't don't hang out and dig around a lot because then ego, self-centered aspect of the mind hears that digging happen and runs there and let me help you with that. I can help you discover your true nature.
2: Sound familiar to anybody? It is. What?
0: No? Oh no.
2: What is it about movement,
0: watching movement, or holding still that helps us see the no um, So holding still is you take you uh, bring about as much stillness as you can using your body because you can hold the body still, uh, and you can't really hold the mind still. That's one of the reasons that uh, the reasons for mantra and visualization and all that. I don't think that's necessary. Um, not not as a general practice. Maybe individually it might be. But not as a general practice. Chicken thighs is very simple. Sit down, hold still. Watch the movement of not only your body wiggling maybe, or getting up to go to the, uh, to the restroom, um, but also the movement of the mind coming and going without any additional judgments or any commentary or any evaluations or any concepts showing up around that. So just, so if, you're, if, anything is, if you're doing anything with it, then you're producing. What I'm saying is a simple way to understand shikantaza, just receive. sit down hold still, just be a, a tree like a tree. you're just sitting there like a rock, just sitting there, the weather of your mind just coming and washing over you and trying to seduce you into thinking something else, doing something else, stopping that, don't being threatened by something or being uh, seduced by something else.
2: What is it about the receiver that helps us
0: see the... What is it about receiving that helps us see the... You see there's no receiver. It takes a while. You see there's no one to receive anything. And then eventually the receiving, uh, when one realizes uh, is liberated, that's not... That's a practice. That's not something that you would continue to do. You see you are not separate from anything. So so, uh, there's nothing to receive. You're looking at yourself all the time.
2: Around.
3: So, Grant Bowen, um, moving further into the cloud of thoughts, right. does, does the cloud of thoughts distance us from what is? Um,
0: no, the cloud of thoughts is what is. It is that. What we do is we think, not just you, but just talking about it in response to your question, we think that the cloud of, of, of thoughts is covering up Something, and we try to get rid of it so we can see the truth. The cloud of thoughts is the truth. It's just what we add on to it is there's some kind of an obstruction. This is what's so talked about in the sadhana, which
2: people, you gave a talk on. What?
3: So, grand
0: does the cloud of thoughts interfere with the vow? Well, that's why we have the vow. So when the cog of thoughts just say, give with all things, or save all beings, or do good, don't do harm, simple, simple ideas that are going to show up differently for everyone, um, it, it, it is the vow. It becomes the vow eventually,
2: not separate from anything, anywhere. Yeah. So, if
3: there is someone in front of us and the intention is to be with them, and yet thoughts of those nature are arising, are we
0: abandoning them for the thoughts? Uh, no, not, not, not the way you're describing it. No, they're not separate from the thoughts. They aren't the thoughts exactly. You could use the the, uh, the sandokai, the equality of sameness and difference, if that kind of a concept help, helps you. You can't you can't get a location out of it. You can't squeeze some kind of understanding out of it by don't do this do that
4: no?
3: so grand buying, I'm just brought to that idea of relationship and yeah. and how to uh, be with negativity without it interfering with a loved one
0: when you see that uh, as Trumprump J said the best relationship is no relationship that doesn't mean you're not In a relationship with somebody, you're not working with that. It just means the identity is gone. The person who's there's just who you're working with. You're, you're to put it very bluntly, you don't exist. But your friend does, your lover does, your mate does, your child does. They exist. Work with them. Meet them where they're at. Even if it breaks your heart, you do it anyway. Save all beings, put others before yourself. They don't know that they're. That they're not separate from anything but you're working on that you're beginning to understand that So
2: so
3: grandma if it appears that the negativity is coming from this direction
0: from you okay, yeah.
3: so is that interfering with the ability to love another
0: no you just said if it appears we are just watching the appearance it's just appearance it's just that just how it appears including that too the, the what happens is the ego mind is still stuck in right and wrong the ego mind is still trying to <coughs> figure out what side to take or what can I do I can't be if I'm trying to be with this person yet I'm having all these negative thoughts I must be screwed up or I must be I must be hard on myself I must try to control myself so I don't uh, get in the way of Trying to love this person or be with this person, or even though this person is not particularly helpful because of their situation, there is is a belief in an identity, and of course the other one is belief, belief kind of a hidden belief, and some things are right, some, some things are wrong. That's a big one because we can we can say well. Some things have to be wrong, no they're not. They're definitely risen. It just looks that way.
2: More?
5: Thank you. Uh, Question from Adriana in Kalamazoo. Yes. If in sitting practice I notice there is a lot of sadness, and then I notice that I am afraid of that sadness, how can I work with that?
0: Uh, Sit more. I don't know what you're sitting probably that would be a good response to that and just receive the sadness you don't, you don't have to get sadness anger just just receive it and don't particularly add something onto it why you're sad or why you're angry why the why questions are so you know, they may give the ego the feeling that you're getting somewhere but at least you know why it's being why it's happening why what question is better the other w what what is this? What is, what is sadness? What is, what is this emotion? What is it fundamentally? And then if you, if it shows up, you might look and see, is there someone who's sad? Is there, is there someone who has that feeling? Is it true? Any questions on... Uh, I can't see everyone because there's more, there's more than 25 people. So, yes, go ahead, Bune.
3: Byun bowing. Um, when interacting with, with individuals who are making, who express speculation um, and maybe projections on, on my identity, trying to figure out as they try to build my identity up, um, it, it feels like the freedom is just getting squashed um, right out of the situation, and I guess I'm just wondering how how can you how can you receive the speculation of another when they're they think they know who you are? <laughs> Bowing.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it's a lot easier to think they know who you are than actually look at who they are. People cover up their, their mistaken identity all the time, speculation about others, judging, conceptualizing, uh, even even complimenting, in the, you know, being really nice to someone so you can take some control of the person. And so I would say, insofar as you can, hold still and receive. And ju- not just receive what that person is saying, receive the tone of their voice, the spaces between their words, the way their voice tapers off or builds up. We see the quality of the speech, not just what it you won't miss what what, what, what he or she is saying. you'll, you'll hear it. but notice the, the texture of the speech. and notice, notice if you say anything back, notice the texture of your own speech. Listen to what you're saying and, and see if you're like my hand is going out like this. I'm not particularly missing that doesn't mean I'm focused on my hand, but it means there. Don sitting in front of me just leaned back, I saw that. Someone over here just put their hands in their lap. It's not like I'm you know, looking at everything, make sure I don't miss anything. No, it's just it's very natural. It just happens spontaneously because you're no longer agreeing with anything, objecting to anything, nor ignoring anything. And it's a practice. It takes a lot of meditation to be able to train your mind to, to um, something that's called renunciation. To just recede a little bit and just let things come to you. Just recede your production instead of producing ideas about the person who is has a lot of ideas about you. Instead of producing ideas about them or about how how you're losing your freedom or do nothing with it. Just recede, no matter what it is. The other way, besides the tone of their voice, you can uh, receive through the other other senses how how they're, the color of the clothing they're wearing or way they move when they talk, like I was moving my hand like that. You can observe the movements, not to conclude something about it. Don't abandon the movement for something you can think about it, just the inclusion of the other person's presence. And then, of course, as I always say, less is better. Don't say much. I'd say a little bit, but don't say much and don't, don't uh, agree with their evaluation of you. Don't disagree and don't ignore it. I'm running with it. It's like mail that's delivered, delivered to the wrong address. They don't know your address. There's no way they can know your address. There's no way you can know who this is. No way I can really know who you are, fundamentally. Yu Hong I
6: have Yuhong. two questions. Right, you Yu Earlier, you mentioned that um, do some investigation when strong emotions arise. Ask who, who, who is it, and also what. I tend to abandon the space and jump the conclusion that there is no personhood so fast. Is there a space between the investigation starts and? Um, there's no person could? Is there a space in between?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, yes, there could be some, but it's going to differ with each person. And uh, the way you're describing that, I would just say, keep going, uh, I, see no, I see no issue. You might give yourself an issue about it because ego, self-centeredness, not just yours, but excuse me, mine or anyone else's, wants to have a say-so about everything and including it'll just judge anything. Especially if the ego starts to get worried, self-centeredness starts to get worried that it's going to be left out of the whole thing. It wants to join you in your enlightenment, so we'll have a few two cents worth to put in. Uh, I'll help you here. I'll, we can win the enlightenment together, No, we can't. It's unreal. Ego is unreal. It is substantial insofar as we give it the energy of our belief, our disbelief. Or are just ignoring. So this is why hearing what you're saying there you hung. I would just say just keep keep going. That's not a, that's not an issue. it's not a problem I'm hearing you the question you're asking doesn't really require an answer, but your question needs to come forth and it did. And then my response is, don't worry about it. That doesn't mean you should never ask a question because I will just say don't worry about it because I may not.
6: Hong Baoing thank you I have another question because of my profession and also as a mom I'm very repetitive and sometimes it's really hard for myself to realize and to receive that and um, how can I look at that Baoing? when
0: you say repetitive you mean talking
6: absolutely talking a lot
0: but you're aware of that you're aware of that and do you know the the, the one that the structure I've Try to help people with the 90-10, listen uh, 90% of the time, talk 10. Now, you might be able to only do 50-50, which isn't too bad for some people, but, but you could actually try to try to look at it that way and when you're in interaction with someone, uh, give them a chance to really talk more, wait for the period or the question mark, wait for them to stop talking, there's actually a gap. They might, they might feel uncomfortable if they notice that you're not acting like you did. Last week and might might even say, Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Well, you're not saying very much. And then you then that's your perfect opportunity to step in and say, Well, that's because I'm listening to you. And then they might say, or they might think, they might not say it, Well, that's a change. Usually you're running your mouth all the time. <laughs> very possible when when people stop functioning a certain way and start holding back a little bit, put a little bit of tension on those vocal cords so they don't start to ramble right away. Just receive. You see, wait for the period in someone's sentence or wait for the question mark. And even if they come to a period, you could still, you know, when I say, you know, uh, maybe you don't know. But when I say, you know, I'm saying, you know, you know, you know. Interesting phrase filler that sometimes we Fill up that I am. I also do myself. Say something, and then say you know.
2: Just observe.
5: Thank you. A uh,
0: Question from Marco
5: in the Netherlands.
0: Marco in the Netherlands.
5: There are moments I giggle about a structure in my mind stream. Is that my ego mind that giggles, or wisdom mind?
0: Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, Marco.
4: It won't last. Nothing lasts.
5: A question from Leon What would you suggest to focus on during the day when active? On the body sensations, overall phenomena arising and passing, or the stillness, spaciousness where phenomena arise from?
0: I wouldn't focus on anything. Sit a lot, sit down and look at the wall. In your post meditation, I don't teach uh, a little bit. Post-meditation is more like the 90-10 or you know, it's just usually a, very situational. But of your three ors there, uh, we're not going anywhere. Not with me. Chisho. Uh
1: you say that you receive or you meet where anyone is at. Is that quality of your receiving different when you receive different people?
0: For um, me personally or for anyone? For you? For
1: uh, yes. The quality of the way you receive?
0: Yes. It's, 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 if, you're, if you're pretty much nobody, uh, then anybody you meet gets to be exactly who they are. And then you get to relate to them where they're at. And this is why uh, you get a comment like that came out of Chodo yesterday when he first met me, not because I'm such a special person, but, but, but because our connection was really strong, my connection with that particular man, so he's not here today. he's, uh, I think he's off golfing somewhere. He just, I know what Sokizan's going to say. I'm just going to go do something else. I went to visit his uh, parents. Yeah. His, I think it's his sister's birthday. I just told him, what did I tell him, no bad. Don't imbibe anything bad. <laughs> so with him, I, I can't remember what, what the quote was. Can anybody remember what he said? I don't recall, but something about, in his talk, Something someone asked him, uh, I don't remember what it was, but something about
2: that, That um, can you remember? Anybody? He, he said that yeah. you were the first person he thought actually listened to. Yeah,
0: so that, that might be... If you really listen to somebody, you hear what they're saying without jumping to conclusions or jumping to anything. You just you just receive what they're saying, then there's a possibility of a of a relationship. And if it's a if it's a dharma, I'm not saying you have to be a dharma teacher to do that. But if a, if a person is a teacher, then the the student teacher have the kind of chemistry that brings them together so that the so the Teaching person can actually function. You know, they have a, a student who's on receive, and he is definitely on receive. He has been since I met him. Even though he really irritates me sometimes. I'm sure I irritate him too.
1: Uh, so, uh, unlike Shodo, if somebody else you meet whose quality of receiving is very poor, does your quality of receiving while interacting with that person, also become poor?
0: Yes. Uh, yeah, well said. Good question. It does. You don't, you don't, no, no competition. Very interesting. Yes. When I say poor, I'm going along with your idea of poor. In other words, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, doesn't mean that I'm not receiving or listening to them. It just means that I don't uh, go beyond, it doesn't become intimidating to sit in front of me particularly. Unless I decide to be intimidating, and I'm pretty good at that. So just uh, just like uh, you know, I could pick out anybody here that I know really well that I've met a long time ago or a while back. You can say just I don't know, just meet people where they're at. I don't know how to even describe it. But the the thing that you're asking about. If I understand them, what, you're, what you want to know by the question, then I would, I would say yes, but unless I, unless I misunderstood what you're asking me, you aren't separate from them. So you're not separating yourself into some kind of enlightened being, so you can talk, talk to the poor helpless wretch who doesn't know how to train their mind or is all confused by their you Don't do that, no, nothing special.
2: How do you meet us where we're at if you don't know who we are fundamentally?
0: Well, I know who you are fundamentally. Not separate. But seeing your personality that clouds, uh, as you use it, clouds the truth. That's why I say the cloud is the truth, because you're going to have to look at that cloud without agreeing, objecting, or shutting down so you can so that eventually you can see that that is unreal and substantial and it is covering up your wisdom and. So I meet you in your personality structure. As I sometimes say, you don't have to you don't have to be somebody else, you get to be who you are. Because who you actually are is not separate from anything. So we start where you're start where you're at, start with whatever shows up. What would it feel like
2: you to you to meet this person? Innocuous at first. Mm-hmm. Grew into what? Strength? Power? Mushroom? No.
0: Other questions? I can't tell you, me. You have your head in your hands or are you bowing? <laughs> okay. Well, as long as uh, I got your attention. Uh, if, if there's nobody that's sad, is there also no sadness? No, they're sad. No, oh, there's sadness because it's independently arisen yes there is sadness it might be more more of a all-encompassing sadness because there's no person there that's pushing on it no person on there that is validating it or blaming somebody for the sadness or explaining it and no one is shutting down on it or doing anything to get rid of the sadness or cheer up or you know have a have a beer or something it's just sad just sadness. Uh, Chömdron Padé tried to work with that by having a phrase called the heart of genuine sadness. So you could you could see that the actual sadness is the way uh, the first noble truth shows up in the individual as they progress on the path. Instead of suffering, it's just very sad about how how difficult it is. It's one of the first disappointments on the path. Is this amazing sadness that comes that doesn't have a have anyone who's sad particularly, just sad and kind of heartbroken about the, the, the difficulty that human beings have with each other, with themselves, and it's, it's the beginning of compassion. Just the beginning, not
2: compassion itself. Nishigai. In Chaezon's talk, he mentioned it was important to yeah. clarify our intention. And I guess I'm curious, what does it mean to
0: clarify our intention? Aren't you sewing a robe? Save all beings. Put, ever, put others before yourself, and and repeat it. Repeat it. This is why we have so much repetition. We have we you know this is just a chunk of wood in the shape of a of a, of a person. with a, a gold leaf on it. This is a human being. You're a human being, insofar as we know. You are human, aren't you? Okay, okay. We'll take it from there. Then, just what is your intention? You're sewing a robe to be a monk. So, you know, this this means that this path is important to you. And what is this path about? It's the Bodhisattva path to be with all things, save all beings, put others before yourself. And it's not going to show up as you being some kind of a, a hero or an angel or something like that. It may show up in, in ways that other people don't even realize what you're doing. They don't have no idea what your life is about, project onto you. Well, you, you just want to be a hermit or whatever, or you want to have a, a fancy identity as a monk, you don't really realize it, what this path is. No. You should get on. I think
2: I'm curious yeah. about all of the intentions that I have that are ego driven. Like what? Wanting to be left alone. Wanting to look good. You look pretty good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you should get on. So does that get in the way of the intention to be with all things? No, it's it's about awareness. It's about whatever happens in your life is exactly what you need to see. Wanting to look good. Just just look at it. Don't try to get rid of that. Get a person Or whatever, however you want to say it. Just, you don't accept it. It's not about accepting, rejecting, that's all manipulation language. If it shows up, there it is. It's like uh, it might be an un- unwanted guest, so to speak, but you're polite, you're cordial. You say, have a seat, but don't stay too long. Whoops. So I'm saying you're reasonable about the situation rather than you're trying to get rid of it to get the ego more more shiny or more presentable. Well, Further questions on online on Zoom. Okay. Wulong, and Kevin, you could just ask your question together. Probably the same question.
7: <laughs> um, uh, Wulong, bowing. S- sometimes meeting meeting someone where they're at. Sometimes it feels like uh, dumbing down, and that feels disingenuous. How do I meet? someone where they're at, and also be genuine in that specific example.
0: It might feel like dumbing down. That's your ego yammering at you. You're, so it may feel like that. You, may, you might want to do a, a four or five minutes of dumbing down and see what that really is. Just receive the dumbing down. You meet the person, and you see yourself dumbing down and talking about stuff that is inane or whatever. It's because that's all that person does with their life is... And they've just met somebody who is not actually doing that. So in order to communicate with that person, you need to make uh, the, the three C's I talk about all the time. Communicate, cooperate, collaborate. You need to ex, you need to emphasize the communication part regardless of the inanity, regardless of the simplicity or even uh, um, stupidity of, of whatever is happening. Meet them in that. And, and also meet yourself as you... You have a, a, you object to that. You don't want to be, you think it's not genuine to de- be that. Your idea of genuineness maybe the issue There is is genuine to meet people where they're at. You don't have to feel, if you feel genuine, this is just bullshit. It's just, it's, it's just crap. You don't, you, if you're actually genuine, you won't even know it. And it's a path as a drunk of Jay said, one of his shortest talks. Be genuine, I was there, I heard it. All kinds of people gathered there for a long talk. It never happened, that's all he said. And he left. Of course, that's just a dream I had, it didn't actually happen.
7: Well, on bowing in, in that example. Yes. Very helpful what you just said. In that example, um, when I consciously see, my, see myself uh, using, simplifying language, um, I don't know what to do with that. I watch myself simplifying the language. What is the instruction there when I'm watching myself simplifying language? And the feeling, the sense that I am, the feeling of coming down to something.
0: It's not a problem. There is no direction. That's the, the coming down to something and that's ego language. Anything you're not you're really fundamentally not separate from anything, and you're finding that out. Your path of uh, receiving precepts, and uh, we've known each other what ten years or more. More. More than that, twelve years, whatever, maybe, maybe, but just continue, just continue, and and allow yourself to. When I say allow, uh, if you if you meet someone and you you go to whatever level that you're uh, you're calling coming down to something. Uh, just notice the evaluation of judgment that is happening there. Because because what you're what is happening there is not exactly as you describe it. But it's that's how the self-centered mind would describe it, because a self-centered mind does not want to lose control, does not want to be found out actually as being a fraud. So you're doing fine. The other thing, the other way I would say about say with that is say, do that for a little bit but don't force the issue. In other words, do that for five minutes, depending on this uh, very situational, to be at their level. And then at some point, uh, if, if that gets too um, irritating, then leave. Whoops, got to get going, got to catch a, catch a train, or got to go somewhere else. So then, then abandon it rather than then allow yourself uh, to come up to whatever your self would not be uh, would feel more genuine to you I know you're hearing me
7: well I'm bowing. bowing um, is there another way that I can perceive movement there that is not vertical
0: that's a good way of, uh, of describing it I just watched the verticality of it up and down genuine uh, Coming down to their level, not so genuine, kind of wandering around in their grease pit. Do it. The, the bodhisattvas, uh, the, the, the idealization of it, is the bodhisattvas are in every realm. All uh, are in the hell realm. Kasyi Garba Jizo bodhisattvas in the hell realm, uh, endeavoring. Uh, it's just a kind of a mythological picture, but there's some there's some truth to that because you may find yourself in hell with somebody. Having to help them by not interfering with their uh, whatever kind of demonic nature is taking them over, you may have to just be there with them, just like being in the and the, the other uh, the other opposite end of that bowl is the heaven realm, which might which might be also just as dangerous to your uh, to your uh, ongoing karma. Thinking everything is great, everything's right. What's everybody fussing about? World is perfect, perfect. Just enjoy yourself. Buddhism is, is pessimistic.
7: I got that from someone one time. They're like, you know, Buddhism is great. I just, it's just that that fixation on suffering that I just don't, I can't buy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah that's uh so. what they're talking art. <laughs> Telling you, I'm not ready to practice Buddhism, so I'm going to go back into whatever they Yeah, thank
1: you. You're welcome, Kevin. Kevin Bowing, uh, a few moments ago, we were talking about sadness, and I've heard you say about negativity just be the negativity or be the sadness. That's How funny. does that uh, work with Trunkpa Rinpoche's? uh teaching that we could always
0: just cheer up bowing same thing same thing it's the same it's the same thing the it's the ego mind the self-centered mind that keeps picking and choosing and keeps uh, coming in and flooding uh that picking and choosing that polarity and that uh, particular particularity and uh and i could come up with a few more words of, of thinking that there's a difference between uh, pain and pleasure. That's a that's a good one. Life and death. I'm not saying that they actually are, it's called, if you see what it is, it's called non-duality, advaita. It looks divided, and this is what completely swamps us with this shouldn't happen and that shouldn't happen. We shouldn't be doing this. But it's not that those, those situations aren't relatively valid. So further about that, Kevin, you have it.
1: When I think of <clears throat> cheering up, there seem, it feels like there's a kind of buoyancy. Is there a buoyancy to just being the negativity
0: bowing? Uh, the way you're asking it, I would say that I'm not sure how this is going to show up for others, but for you, yes. Yes. Yeah, it's it, it's not separate. It's it's the fundamental nature of your mind. The fundamental nature of this can doesn't have to pick and choose or select or go after this. Also, it doesn't ignore the total insanity of that particular uh, coney island of the mind. It doesn't 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 ignore it. So it sees it, and that way, if it's necessary to move in one direction, you do it out of awareness, not out of some kind of thought that that has to be fixed or I, I can't ignore that anymore. That those are all ego words. If you're doing it, you'll just be doing it and you might just find yourself in the middle of uh, on the ground making mud pies with somebody without even thinking to do that. And they might be four years old.
1: Kevin Belling. Yes, somewhat sorry, that's my doorbell somewhat along the lines of what Anna Marie was asking uh sometimes i'm gonna i'll just get specific so i have to go to this birthday party and there are a lot of so-called uh meditation teachers that are going to be there that i spend a lot of time avoiding uh and i just find myself rolling my eyes when they're talking about you know getting better through meditation whatever so i I feel like to be genuine in that situation would be, I don't, well, I don't know. I guess my, my habituation would be to roll my eyes or sulk or avoid them. But how do I meet somebody uh, without having to broadcast my own gr- grouchiness without also co-signing, bowing?
0: I, I hear you, and I would say, first of all, don't go. That's one way. Just don't go to it, you know. Uh, and and how many people are going to be there? Thirty.
1: Well, probably thirty people, but I got like put into an Airbnb with two people who I like, kind of can't can't stand who are sort of like up with people, meditation teachers. People.
0: <laughs> yeah, heard of them. So, yeah, you could uh, uh, you could go and help them. By not by not making any comment at all, just receive all of their uh stuff just just receive it if it's uh it might be difficult painful it might be uncomfortable, but you don't have to there's nothing to correct and also the other one is just don't go, but if you do go then then uh hold your seat there's nothing to hang on to particularly but uh that that listen listen receive what they're saying listen to the 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 um, do I know these people? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh,
1: well, not not the ones that I'm thinking of specifically.
0: Okay, so I I would either not go, which is easy to do, or if you do go, then uh, then just uh, very little production, mostly receiving, receive what's there, uh, and and look at it as a as a a practice where you can go in and just practice just receiving whatever they say. Without much comment. Now, if they ask you a question, if they invite you invite you in to respond to something, then you could come right out of your grouchiness, whatever it is you characterize it, and you could you could tell them, and and but don't explain it or validate it. Just just tell them how how you that you're simple as saying uh, I see what you're saying, but I work with that differently. And then they might just go on. They might say, Well, how do you work with that? And then then you got a little bit more permission to say something to produce some kind of language but I would do it uh, by receiving first and then maybe you'll be invited to talk a little bit about it. maybe not but the important thing is training your mind not theirs
1: Kevin bowing to that point I feel what I'm also aware of is you know my own arrogance about how these people are comporting themselves do i just hold my seat in that as well or do i uh that no more worse how do i work with my own arrogance about my perception about how they're operating you already know
0: you're arrogant and i agree with you you are (laughs) 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 and the other thing i would say is uh, i wouldn't don't concern concern yourself about how you're functioning there and try to receive as much as you can. And another thing I can add this on is just a little story part of it. Some of those people, even though they're functioning in that way, may be helping people to train their minds. And the only way they can do that, which is like a, a mindfulness, like Jon Kabat-Zinn or the other mindfulness teachers that are, are functioning by trying to make people feel better. So some people, that's the only or only introduction to meditation, I'm, I meet people who practiced other kinds of meditation for years before they met me. And then not that I'm doing something so wonderfully correct, but some people are ready to hear something uh, differently, but they might have to meditate in a, uh, you know, in, in the way that you're kind of talking about for a while. Is that, you follow me a little bit or you have a further question?
1: No, I follow you. I was just reminded of the first thing you ever said to me when we first met, I can't wait. What is it? He okay. said, uh, sit a lot and be an asshole in your life.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. And how, how many years ago was that?
1: About 12, 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. I've definitely got the asshole part down.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm bringing the sitting up.
0: Further questions? Katie.
2: Katie Bowing. So when interacting in uh, physical life, like with people that Kevin was describing, and those people ask for when those people ask for something, and you give them your response to whatever they asked, and they immediately want to police your response, like it's not positive enough, or it's
4: not good enough, or it's not enlightened. Mm -hmm. I would call it positive or toxic positivity.
2: How do I react to that?
0: Well, less is better. Is it your work environment?
2: It happens in a lot of different areas. It's mm-hmm. not one specific area. Less
0: is better. Just don't do much with it. Receive it because if you start to produce, then you actually, by the production, maybe uh, have some value based on what you're hearing, but it's still, you're still uh, operating in samsara. You're not training your mind by doing that. So I would say it, you want to hear it bluntly? Let me just say it bluntly. Shut up. How's that? Go
2: ahead. I, I restrain the urge. To
0: say, shut up. So know, go to the bathroom. Say, well, or, got to get going. Whoopsie. You got a you really uh, important thing to go to. Or, yeah, yeah. Just get out of there. But you can do that. I mean, we all, we all do that. It's, it's not even, you can do it politely. You can do it in such a way that it wouldn't cause more. But they might notice that even though they said that you were not enlightened enough, and other really comments, they may notice that you, you don't respond to that. That makes a bigger impression than any warfare or coming back. It's going to, when I say impression, <clears throat> I mean, I'm going to say it tends to back when people make a pronouncement and they get no feedback at all. Uh, that's difficult for people who are operating out of a really strong ego. They need to have something. They either need, you need to fight with them, warfare. Or you need to agree with them, or you, but if you just ignore them, that's painful. And of course, you want to inflict pain on others, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your chance more <laughs> them so they're gonna have pain anyway from somebody' have there questions on on uh, zoom not see any I can't see everybody but I can see okay go ahead
1: go ahead Jake hi <laughs> thank you um, what happens to the ego, or what is it doing when you're in a mode of truly receiving? Well,
0: uh, Yeah. Well, it's still, it's still hanging out. It's probably, uh, it's hard to say to be so individual, but probably not much. Uh, you could also be getting slowly, getting a little credential for being a receiver. I'm so good at receiving. I'm getting better better at receiving all the time. I used to be really terrible at receiving, but now I'm just, I got that 90-10 rule down I just got it, you know, I can receive and receive and receive and I only produce 10%, uh, you know, credential, it'll be kind of a credential thing if you're receiving. Uh, and it'll do that until we see that the ego is unreal. Uh, when the ego is unreal, then it doesn't make any difference whether you're receiving because you're, even though you don't know that your life is not your own uh, now, Then you really realize your life's not here. You're not going to make any decisions about anything anymore. Decisions, don't make decisions. It looks like we make decisions, you have to make the right decision. Well, heard that. That's uh, very misleading.
2: Jake Bowen,
1: if you're, um, if you realize that the ego is a fiction. Uh, then are you actively
0: ignoring it no 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 you're including it whenever it pops up and wants to sit <gasps> on your lap or make faces at your, <fingertips> your friends no it's, it's 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 unreal so you don't have to get rid of your ego your ego <inin music> might even help you out at times that the only thing that will work is is a is a, a, a ego manifestation this is why that the talk that Chazan gave was uh, Crazy uh, crazy Wisdom and, and, the, and the Guru, because sometimes someone who is clear will function in a way because of the situation, they function situationally because they're not separate from the situation. So therefore, they may, can operate in any number of ways and can quite often draw a lot of heat from those who, even those who are their students, just teachers not Or she, that matter, does something that you know, we have to control. So the you have to get rid of the ego. It's unreal, uh, but since it is part and parcel of every everyone's ego, everyone's uh, all the dynamics that arise uh, anywhere, ego, enlightenment, whatever you want to call it, is supposed to be there because how do you know? Uh, because it's there. There are no mistakes. Sure, looks like it, but
2: not true.
5: Further questions? Go ahead. A question from String in the UK.
0: Schoolstring.
5: A comment first. He says, "Sitting more." Thanks for the guidance. And this question. Welcome. How is emptiness dependently originated?
0: The concept of, em- of emptiness is dependently originated. But what, what the concept of in, uh, emptiness or shunyata is pointing to uh, is, uh, is the true nature of everything, which is, uh, which is dependently arisen uh, in, its, in its conceptual nature, but in its actual nature as it is. It's not separate, so it can't be dependent on anything because there isn't anything else. Nothing else?
4: Other
5: questions? Yes. Another question from Marco in the Netherlands. Marco. Is it enough to see its ego talk or do I have to focus on right speech?
0: Um, I think so. Right Right speech is part of the, the Eightfold Path, of course, but I, I don't really use that. I think maybe in the uh, thousands of years ago, hundreds of years ago, or maybe maybe right now in some areas that maybe that's a, a, a program. I don't use it. So um, just it's just to be about being aware of what you're saying. If you do that, then uh, to use the conventional way, you, you clean up your own act uh, immediately. You just, your voice, because you're not producing, you're not trying to produce right speech. This is it's just baloney, it's, you know, not to be against the, uh, canned meat. Train your mind. See the truth yourself, and therefore, and produce as little as possible. Only produce, only talk when you need to, and then what comes out of your vocal cords and your mind stream will be, uh, will be aligned with or in harmony with whatever else is happening around you, even if that harmony looks like
2: confusion. You know?
0: so. you can end it. Okay. There's, there's one last question, then we'll end after that, or not, or we'll end now. Okay, let's we'll end. Okay. May, May the merit of this penetrate into all
5: places, so that we and every sentient being together can realize the Buddha's way.
4: The
5: Ten Directions of Three Worlds, All Buddhas, All Venerable Ones, Bodhisattvas, Mahasattvas, the great Prajna, Paramita. All Buddhas and Bodhisattvas of the Ten Directions and the Three Times, please hear us. Please come down out of the light and protect the Bukwaji Buddha's Temple Monastery, our Sangha family, friends, and visitors. Heal everyone who is unhappy, sick, or suffering, and filled with love. If you value the teachings of Sokozan and you would like to support his teaching work and the functions of Sokukoji Buddhist Temple Monastery, which also supports monk and practice residents, please consider giving a donation by visiting our website at sokukoji.org.